Because of the grisly subject matter presented in the motion picture, Night of the Zombies, no person under 17 years of age will be allowed in the theater unless they are accompanied by a parent or certified adult guardian. Night of the Zombies will be shown in its uncut version, and certain scenes may be quite shocking to some people. Again, we repeat, no one under 17 years of age will be admitted to Night of the Zombies unless they are accompanied by a parent or certified adult guardian. Society's 31 Days of Horror. Yes, yes, Higgity, have no fear. E-Society Podcast 31 Days of Horror is here again. Uh, just rolling solo like Han, boys and girls. Um, and tonight I am going to cover the 1980 horror sci-fi... Really? Sci-fi? Loosely, maybe. I don't know. But this is... Uh, uh, it was called Night of the Zombies when I first seen it uh, in the theater, at Parkway Theater in Oakland, California. But uh, I don't know exactly when they changed the title on me, <laughs> but I remember when it came out on DVD, I was just Best, best Buy kind of going through the horror films and... I see the cover and I'm whoa, Night of the Zombies. But when I look at it, the title says Hell of the Living Dead. Many deaths. Now they're celebrating the funerals. Bodies have to be cremated. Wish to God I knew what's happening here. Cut it out! Stop wasting your damn bullets, you tricks! You need to hit their heads! I told you! See, like this! Get away! Get it! Clear out! Boys, I'm not on the menu after all. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I read the back, I see the pictures, and I'm like, this is Night of the Zombies. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I buy it. All right, Hell of the Living Dead. A tough female reporter and her cameraman boyfriend team up with four a four-man commando unit in the ooh, Papua New Guinea. I think that's how you say it. Jungle after a chemical leak at a laboratory turns its staff into flesh-eating zombies. All right, this was directed by Bruno Matei, I think that's how you say it. Said it was released uh, January 20th of 1984. I will do give you a little more info as soon as I... Let me read what IMDb has to say. After an experiment gone wrong, a virus that turns people into zombies spreads through... A new, through, uh, spreads throughout New Guinea. 
A female reporter and her cameraman, a team of four commandos sent to investigate, tried to survive the onslaught. Again, directed by Bruno Matei, Matty, Matei, I don't know how to say that. And I'm not even going to try with the guys that wrote this. But anyway, the stars of this is Margie Newton. She plays Leah. A Franco, a lot of, I think these are Italian names. Uh, Garofalo, I think, is uh, Zantro. A Celine Cray as Vincent. Jose Garris is Lieutenant Mike London. Uh, Gabriel Rimon as Pierre. A Joseph Luis Funnel as Osborne. And some other people in this. I didn't know anybody in this film. Uh, from what I understand, I believe this was also called uh, Virus. But let me look over on trusty old Wikipedia and see what they had to say. Okay. Hell of the Living Dead is a 1990 Italian horror film directed by Bruno Martini. The film is set in a laboratory in Papua New Guinea. That releases a dangerous chemical turning the technicians and locals into zombies. A French news reporter and her crew land on the island to investigate. Alright, that's just what the first part says. Um, the music was by Goblin. And if you're, if you're a George A. Romero's fan of Dawn of the Dead like I am. My all-time favorite zombie film. Or Living Dead. They do say zombie once in Dawn of the Dead, but anyway. Um, all the billion times that I've seen Dawn of the Dead, I know that soundtrack front to back. And it's this, since Goblin did the music, they basically just took all that music from Dawn of the Dead and threw it in this. So I don't know the reasoning for all that, but okay. <laughs> but... Um, okay, it says here the score was credited to the band Goblin, who's mostly taken from the films from other film scores Goblin performed, such as Dawn of the Dead and Contamination. Okay, so I guess they just here we'll do the music, but it's already made, so let's just throw it in. I mean, there is some new music in it that maybe I assume whatever this Contamination film is. I haven't even heard of that. Might have to look it look up and uh bring it to you guys. Maybe not this year. I kind of got the movies already uh laid out on what i want to do maybe i'll write it down put it for next year but anyway um let me see when did the title change um because again it was night of the zombies when i first saw it because i remember going to the to the bus stop getting ready to go to school and i see this poster on friday new posters are up Sweet, another zombie movie. Uh, Night of the Zombies. Even when it came on, when it did its cable run, it was called Night of the Zombies. So um, I was like, oh, cool. I'm sure there is, uh, if you can buy the uh, the imported uh, Blu-rays or DVDs, there is people that make their own covers, and there is some out there that say Night of the Zombies. Uh, I do not have this on Blu-ray. Um, I, sh I should get it at some point. Um, I do the, the DVD I have says hell of the living dead on it. Um, 
my friend who has a huge VHS collection, he has the VHS that says Night of the Zombies on it. So, but I was kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. I mean, I'm going to let me watch this film. Um, over, I mean, the, the Italian film, the Italian horror films, uh, it's hit or miss for me. Not all of them are good. In my opinion, I know there's a huge fan base that loves every single one of them. Don't get me wrong. I do love some, not all, because some of them are just like, eh, are just boring to me. But I'm just trying to find. Okay, okay. Hell of the Living Dead was released in Spain in November of 1980 and in Italy in August of 1981. Released in the United States in 1983, it was described as a moderately profitable and Glenn Kay's book, Zombie Movies, The Ultimate Guide. Okay, it was... Um, it has been released under several titles, including Virus, Night of the Zombies, and Zombie Creeping Flesh. Okay. Night of the Zombies is what I saw it under. There is another movie called Night of the Zombies. Um, I don't know. It's on YouTube because when I, when I was looking this film up, I typed in Night of the Zombies just to see what came up. And uh, another movie did. I have no idea what that's about. But then I typed in Hell of the Living. Oh, this is on YouTube. So uh, it's a nice, clear copy and it sounds good. So if you guys haven't seen this or you haven't seen it in a long time, uh, go over there and check it out. But uh, this film, for what it is, I, I enjoy it. Um, they they use a lot of like stock footage of uh, live animals and other uh, things that are going on in this in, in New Guinea. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, tribal stuff uh, of the the indigenous people uh, of New Guinea and wherever else they took stock footage from, and they added it to this because the movie isn't um, isn't very long. I want to say it was like only like an hour and a half or something like that, maybe a little over. But um, but I, again, I do out of the Italian zombie movies, this is probably. My second favorite, because I love Fulci's Zombie, or uh, what was it called? Um, I think it was, oh, it was called Zombie 2, I I believe. Uh, When I saw that, uh, it was just Zombie, but then, I don't know. It it, it was also, that title was also changed. It was supposed to be um, part two to Romero's Dawn of the Dead, but I guess when it was released over there, uh, overseas, it was the, it wasn't called Dawn of the Dead. I believe it was called Zombie. So when Fulci's movie came out, they wanted to call it, they called it Zombie Two for some reason. I I have no idea. You guys go do the research. But uh, this film it starts off in a uh, where was it? Some big giant laboratory, a top secret chemical research facility called Hope Center One. All right, so that's where everything's going on. It's set. Uh, everybody's they're doing whatever they're doing there and then there's some uh guys some some other scientists that are kind of walking around with all these giant uh lab suits and masks on and everything it looked kind of like a hood really and it because it wasn't like their their hood was over their heads but it wasn't like sealed to their bodies so anything any kind of gas or whatever could just go right under it and and get them so i i don't know but they're walking around. They're looking at things because they're, they're they're taking readings. There's a, a reading for 
uh, some kind of leak. That's why they're down there. But then it turns out that it was a, they find a rat. And maybe they they kind of put two and two together. Maybe this rat was the reason why uh, there was a leak. I mean, they're holding it by the tail. and it, It's a pretty big rat. Uh, and then all of a sudden it comes back to life and, and goes under that guy's mask. And I assume bites up his neck or whatever. Because we don't see it. It goes under the mask or his hood. And then, ah, and then he just kind of blood starts squirting out and everything. And then we see this gas start to leak, this green gas coming out. And it basically just gets everywhere and, uh, everywhere that every, every person that breathed it or whatever, just end up dying. And then all of a sudden the, the living dead begins out here in this hope center one, in this big giant, uh, chemical, research facility and then we go forward and we're introduced to this team of commandos um who was okay lieutenant mike landon osborne santoro and vincent uh they're employed they're deployed to eliminate a group of eco-terrorists who have taken who have taken hostage at the u.s embassy in barcelona spain uh the terrorists demand the closing of the hope centers as the medical places the research centers uh, which both the government and the military deny exist. Under orders, the local authorities, uh, the press does not publicize the terrorist demands or mention the disaster at the Hope Center. After another team pumps tear gas into the building, Lieutenant London and his three commandos burst in, killing the terrorists. All right. So they go in there, and um, some people say they just ripped off, other than the music they ripped off from Dawn of the Dead, they ripped off these, uh, they call them commandos, but they, I don't know. I mean, they, 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 they look cause in Dawn of the Dead, uh, those guys, the cops, they had the, the SWAT team and those guys, Ken Free and, and them, they had those, um, um, those blue jumpsuits for, for when they were in the SWAT in the beginning. Um, so these guys have like blue jumpsuits on, so I don't know. If that was the reasoning for them uh, copying Donna did again. Basically, they they didn't rip off the music. Goblin did it. So anyway, but when again, when I first saw this, I was like, man, they just ripped off Donna the Dead. But that was me as a, as a little kid. So they kill all those people in there and everything is all good. And then all of a sudden or no, they, they get a new mission. It said once the mission is completed with that, the team. Loses contact with Hope Setter 1, thinking that the terrorists have infiltrated the complex. The team flies to Papo, I think that's what he said, New Guinea. There they meet a journalist, Lita, Leah Rasau, I think that's, I don't know how to say that last name, and her cameraman, Max. And they are investigating a series of, mis- who are investigating a series of mysterious violent attacks on the locals. Yeah, so they're there because of this big zombie outbreak that's going on. So they kind of meet up the, the the commandos, I guess as you want to call them. They're going through, and then they kind of come across them, and um, then all right, you guys, you guys should just come with us because everything's is like hell on earth running around where they're at. So they're slowly kind of making it through. Uh, they get to this, um, I don't know, it looks like a little colony huts or building your little houses or whatever kind of like a school out in the middle of nowhere in the jungle so they're kind of all right well let's investigate so they walk kind of walk through there and they're looking around um they all separate uh 
Leah, she sees uh, some guy kind of kneeling over. He's an all white and a, a bald guy. Um, and she's like, hey, are you okay? You okay? Um, and then he turns around, half of his face is gone. And she's like, ah, she starts screaming. And then all the zombies start coming out of uh, nowhere. And uh, these are the slow-moving zombies. They're not like uh, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead or Return of the Living Dead. No, none of them are running. They're all like really walking slow. That's what I liked about Fulci's zombies. His his zombies, um, if you're familiar with those, I'm pretty sure a lot of you are. I liked how they were slow and they just like scuffled along. And that's how these ones were. They They weren't... They were slow, but they like I. That's what I loved about Fulci's, just on how they looked and how their, how their heads were and their eyes were closed and basically just their hands to their side and their head kind of just facing downward. I mean, those of you that know what I'm talking about, you can you can picture it. But if if you have if you don't know and you haven't seen uh, Lucio Fulci's Zombie, go check that movie out. That movie's awesome. It is also on YouTube clear copy everything so have at it so they're kind of dealing with those zombies and everything and only one of them i think his name was zantro i think that was the guy's name he uh, he's the one that was like you just got to shoot him in the head so they 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 killed a couple of them but then they, they just got the hell out of there so they're trying to make it over to uh the hope center they come across uh more uh, no, they come across like a, a village of uh, the indigenous people that live around there. But Leah's like, okay, I've lived with these people uh, for however long. So she goes, I'm going to go and communicate with them. And um, they're all pretty much, I mean, the, the tribal people, they're all pretty much how they are. No shirts or everything. So she gets out of the car, takes her clothes off. Uh, big, long, huge uh, booby shot. And then she kind of paints her face and everything. And then she goes walking into the village and trying to talk to them and everything. And they're just basically trying to tell them, look, they're they're getting ready to fight all these people as well as the living dead. And uh, I don't know their 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 uh, I don't want to call them rituals, but what they do for for when their people pass. Um, so I don't know. It was just people were dying and then they were just coming back to life and everybody was just trying to get the hell out of there. They were kind of, they stayed there for a little while, but then all of a sudden all hell broke loose uh, at night and all the, the living dead were coming out of the jungle and chasing them and they're, ah, so they're all, they basically just got the hell out of there. So, um, let me see, where are we, where are we? Um, there they meet the journalist leader, Max, uh, who are investigating a series of mysterious violent crimes and locals. And Stopping in a native village, they encounter several zombies. The commandos and the journalists travel through New Guinea jungle in a commando's jeep, trying to su- survive while in- ev- uh, evading the zombies. The group takes a refuge in an abandoned plantation, only to come under attack from the zombie residents. The walking dead kill and eat Osborne, forcing the survivors to flee. All right. <laughs> So after they, they kind of get into it a little bit in the jungle uh, with some uh, as they're trying to go. But then they find this this place, uh, uh, it's called a plantation, I guess. They find it, it's, it looked like a big, not a mansion, but a big house. So they, they go in there and they're kind of walking around. Uh, there's one guy, Osborne, he goes down into the basement to see 
what's going on down there. He finds a closet full of clothes, and I don't know why. Maybe this is just what he does. He puts on this little, looks like a little tutu or something. And uh, he's putting on a top hat, and he's dancing and everything. And then all of a sudden, here comes, here comes the zombies out of nowhere. There's some of them in the house, and there's a lot of them outside. So uh, Osborne's trying to get away, and they they kind of just bum rush him and then tear him up. They hear him screaming downstairs, and they all go run down there to see what's happening. And they just see the the zombies all on top of him, just eating him. And uh, he's just I loved how they did it. I mean, they there was some uh, um, uh, practical effects of uh, people being eaten. Um, like there's, you can clearly see it's like, uh, dummies that are just tore up on with guts because there's one scene, there's a scene in this. Um, one of the guys is walking, he went upstairs to see a room and he sees this lady sitting in a chair, uh, and sees that she's dead, but then he notices her stomach moving and then he looks and then this, uh, little cat that was inside her, I assume eating her guts or whatever. He comes jumping out of it and runs, but then she opens her eyes and she gets up and, and attacks him. He starts pushing her off. And then uh, Leah's downstairs as well. Her cameraman too. And then the, the zombie hordes start trying to come through the windows. And they're like, ah. Uh, they run downstairs. They see their buddy. He's getting eaten. Ah. So they get the hell out of there. Jump in the Jeep and they take off. Uh, the driver just like, we, we got to get the hell out of here. So they're just hauling ass. And they kind of get to this beach. Uh, oh no, they're, um, I want to say they're jeep or whatever they had they had two but one of them broke down so they were riding in one um and they kind of got into a little scuffle with uh, leah and her cameraman and they were like you need to come with us you can't just stay here so they kind of had some words and uh i think the cameraman got punched so but anyway so after that house and they and they got the hell out of there uh, they race uh i think the cameraman got it too um, did, or did he get eaten when they got to the facility? I I, I don't remember, <laughs> but, um, so, okay. Rasa and London's uh, men battle their way to the beach, escape by raft, and they finally arrive at Hope Center 1 where they find all the workers either dead or roaming the facility as zombies. All right. Uh, okay. The cameraman is still alive, Max. So they they get to the beach. They see zombies coming. They have this boat uh, that they had. They I don't. They were carrying something, or, or less. Or the boat was there. I, I don't know. This just little uh, blow up boat was there with a, with a motor, and they jumped in it, and they basically took off, rode the coast, and went to uh, Hope Center One. So they get there, and they see that it looks deserted. But all the power and everything's still on. So they're kind of walking around looking through it. And and then all of a sudden, zombies start to come to play. Or they make it up into this one room. And they're, um, they're reading or listening to tapes. Um, but I'll get to that in a second. Okay, right here. It says, once they got there, uh, the zombies kill Max and Zantoro and infect London. All right. So when they got there... Uh, the zombies started, they kind of broke, spread out a little bit, but then they all rushed back together because the zombies were coming. Uh, uh, Max, he was just trying to film what he can, but they, they kind of overpowered him. Uh, these zombies that were in the elevator 
and then they they pull him up there and then they they eat him uh Zantro I believe he got he got overwhelmed by the zombies as well and they they kind of hoarded him and they got him uh Landon he was pushing these zombies and this one just bit him in the neck so he was infected so Landon Rousey they were all trying to get uh they got up uh Leah and Vincent they get to uh, upstairs into this, and it says here they learn about the experimental chemical accidentally released, which is causing the zombie infestation. Uh, Lear ter- theorizes that the chemical, codenamed Operation Sweet Death, has been invented to curb the third world population by uh, driving, diving it into eating, uh, uh, <laughs> By driving it into eating, eat, into eating each other. Oh, that's just what the sentence is here. Uh, she vows to tell the world, but the horde of zombies end up uh, getting them as well as everybody else. So yeah, when they're upstairs and they're they're listening to this tape, one of the scientists, I assume the lead scientist that was uh, in charge of this uh, project, he was reading off stuff saying this is what they were. Uh, this is what the government wanted them to make so they can basically just um, how I'm going to say it. And this is how we'll get rid of all the, the indigenous people in the land and all the all the black people. They wanted them to go over there and kill all them or spread that uh, that chemical so they can become the living dead and eat each other. But um, but since it got out of control here by the rat, thank, thankfully to the rat, uh, their, their plans were foiled, but it already had gotten out and it was already in the air because it was causing all this craziness all over the place. So they're trying to get the hell out of there, but they end up getting swarmed by zombies. This was pretty cool. Uh, Leah, she's like, ah, screaming and the zombies kind of grab her and just jam their hand, uh, one of one of them jams her hand into her mouth. Awesome practical effect, and just pulls her tongue out. And then he sticks his hand back in there, and then he like jams his fingers through her eye sockets, and her eyeballs pop out, and she gets eaten. Uh, the other guy, he he, the last of the the commandos, he ends up getting eaten. Uh, when we see the horde coming, we see uh, the two other uh, commando guys that got bit. They they they're also. Uh, a part of the living dead and the, the, the make the special effects makeup, other than the ones that were kind of like mangled up and half their faces were gone. They look cool, but this was kind of like, um, if you guys have seen George Romero's Dawn of the dead, uh, how they looked blue. Oh, excuse me. Some of them looked, or a lot of them looked blue. And there were some of them, like, uh, the two, uh, commando guys that turned into zombies there. They got, they got killed there. They're, their faces look—it looked like they put, uh, like they gave them blackface. That, that's the only way I could put it. I mean, if you've seen the movie, you already know. But if you haven't, and you want to watch this? Go, go to YouTube and find it. But the ending—it was like they, to me, it—it it was cool. I liked what they did, but it like just ended for them. They just—they found out what was going on. They didn't get to uh stop anything they didn't even get to tell anyone what what they found out they just all end up getting killed so that was the end of all them you figured that would be the end of the movie but it wasn't there wasn't there was another few more minutes um it says sometime later the zombie uh, contagion has spread beyond new guinea's borders and throughout the world 
uh, while politicians and science dispute the matter, a couple of young, a, a young couple is the de- developed world in the developed world is attacked and devoured by a horde of zombies in a city park. All right. Yeah. We see all those, uh, people, um, government people, congressmen or whatever, trying to figure out what they were going to do to, to stop all this because it's just getting out of control. We see these people in this bar, uh, this young couple, they're kind of making out and everything. Then they have leaving and then they're out in the alley or whatever, making out. But then they're like, come on, come on. The guy's like, come on, come on. You know, you, you know, you want it too. And all this. And you're like, no, no, let's, let's just wait. So he's kind of mad. And then she kind of steals one of his cigarettes and she goes, give me a light. And he's like, no. And then she sees a guy sitting over by this little pond. And she goes, well, I'm going to go over there and ask him. So she walks over there uh, and try to bum a light. And she's like, excuse me, sir. And then she like touches him. And then he kind of goes around and she sees half of his face is eaten off and she's like ah he just looked dead and then all these zombies come out of nowhere out of the darkness and then just swarm them and eat them and the that's your movie the assume the the outbreak went past the wherever and all hell's breaking loose uh wherever they were at but uh this movie was good i enjoy it uh, i've seen it many times um i just watched it uh today so I mean that was like it was it was one of the movies that that I had it list. I had it written down as Night of the Zombies, but uh, I don't know. But I, I'm only calling it that because that's the title when I first saw it in the movie theater. Is that was what it was under? So, but anyway, uh, nineteen or 1980s uh, Hell of the Living Dead, uh, aka Virus or whatever that zombie something night or whatever the hell they called it um so i guess 83 is when i saw it when it was released here in america as night of the zombies so uh, zombie creeping flesh yeah that's what the other ones cause but um yeah everyone uh thank you so much for listening and uh we'll be back uh either me or whoever else is going to join me we'll be back tomorrow for more so until then everyone be safe out there and party on Ghost. Ghost. Ghost.